everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about our Oscars reactions. We covered the red carpet in depth on our stories and we saved it in the highlight. So if you guys want to go look at that, it's there. So we're not going to talk about it here, but I did just want to say really quickly how thrilling it was. Last year's red carpet, there were so few people, understandably, that this year was like overwhelming. It was absolutely great. And I feel like everybody brought it. I was expecting to not like a lot more looks than I ended up not liking. I thought everybody looked great. There were very few that I didn't like. Yeah. I thought a couple of the men had some ill-fitting suits that always annoy me. Jamie Dornan. Uh, and Bradley Cooper looked like he woke up out of bed and ran to the Oscars late. I don't know what was going on there. It was so nice that it felt like the Oscars. I was so worried leading up. We had talked a little bit about how it couldn't possibly have been worse than last year. Last year was in an echoey banquet hall. The very first second that I saw a clip, I thought I was going to cry. It was so... such a relief, right? Such a relief to see that they were in... I still didn't love the way they introed the best pictures. They usually make quite a fanfare of it, but I know that for some reason they're obsessed with timing, which is hysterical to me because of the time they waste doing some stuff. They seem like they're very aware of how much time they're taking to do things. And then other times they're taking their time, wasting it away. So I did wish that they kind of, because usually a, a presenter comes out and like gives a description of the film and really goes through it. And I like those. I mean, I know we we all watched them presumably, so it's maybe not necessary. And that's probably why they chose to cut it and just do a very short clip of each Best Picture nom. But it was so nice that all the performances had clips and it just felt like an actual award show instead of I don't know something in somebody's garage (laughs) what did you think of the host I was pleasantly surprised we haven't had a host in a while and I kind of forgot what they do and I wasn't sure how funny they would be and they were all hysterical even when they have Oscar hosts who are legitimately funny. I am always sort of like, okay, like, ha ha. I thought they were, I think I laughed out loud a few times. I laughed out loud many times. I'm really not a fan of Amy Schumer, but I thought all three of them were so good. And I don't even know, I know you turned it on a tiny bit late because you were finishing up our red carpet coverage, but I don't know if you heard Amy Schumer's opening monologue because the three of them came out and they did a thing. And then I think they did Best Supporting Actress and then Amy Schumer did a, a monologue and it was so good. She made jokes about many of the nominated pictures. She made a Leonardo DiCaprio joke that was hysterical. I just, her, she killed it. And I don't really find her all that funny outside of this, which was what was weird. I also thought that piece that they did with Wanda Sykes and that guy who I don't know his name, but we've seen him in a million things before. Yeah. That type of humor, I don't normally find funny. I thought it was hysterical. Yes. And I also thought I we love Regina as an actress, but I have never seen her host anything before. She should be hosting a show or something. When she patted down Josh Brolin, I was hysterical. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I thought they were really good. I also thought it was so funny when Amy came out toward the end and said, 
I I was busy in the back taking my Spider-Man costume <laughs> off. Like, what did I miss? The, yeah. the energy in here. Yeah, she's different. like, the vibe has changed. <laughs> Another thing that I love was um overall, I feel like Every movie got recognized in one way or another. Everybody kind of got a little something. The guy who went up to accept for Drive My Car was the cutest man I've ever seen in my life. God. <laughs> it did suck that they cut him off so quickly, though. I think that was a mistake, though, because the way he's after he said that first bit of what of his speech, the way he ended his sentence, I don't remember exactly what he said, but the way he ended his sentence, I actually thought he was done. So when the music started, I thought like, I thought to myself like, oh, that was short, but I know English is not his first language. And then I very quickly realized that he wasn't done. So I don't think, I think they just thought he was done. They thought he was done and they were playing him off to, oh, I see. So there were no upsets in the actor and actress categories, right? Um, no, No. all went pretty, actually everything went exactly how it went pre-Oscars. They all went to the same people that had been winning like Critics' Choice and Golden Globes and all those. Do we want to talk about Troy's speech? Yes. And all the crying I did. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was like like when when you're ticking up a roller coaster and you're just getting higher and higher, that was me, but with my crying. By the end, when he was sharing about his dad, full sobbing. And then the audience signing for clapping yeah i i lost my mind it was such an amazing moment and i felt like the fact that we got to witness it it just felt really special yeah the look on his face when he won was really touching because you know listen there's usually a vibe I think actually I saw an interview with Andrew Garfield talking to, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel about Jimmy was saying like, Oh, are you preparing this speech? And Andrew kind of in so many words was like, no, because you can kind of feel it even still for someone like Troy, who hasn't had the opportunity to be in a movie that's gotten recognition and for his acting to be recognized. There's got to be a part of you that's still like, there's no way that I'll ever win. And so you could just see the look on his face when he realized that his name was called. That was so beautiful. Same thing with Ariana, because the the two of them were pretty oh, locked in. The two of them were pretty locked. She had an amazing speech. I was I'm gonna have shocked to go back and at her it. composure. I think it had to do with the fact that she's a theater kid, because she, I was expecting her to to be nervous she really wasn't she knew what she was going to say and i don't know if that had anything to do with the fact that the buzz had kind of been that it might be her so they were someone had been like you know girl you gotta really kids are nothing if not prepared yeah she someone in her life was like girl you gotta write this this is gonna be (laughs) you so her speech is incredible and i was shocked at how well-spoken she was based on the fact that she was the first award and that she won right like she didn't even have a chance yeah. to settle into the show before i actually was surprised myself when it started it literally the three of them came out they did a quick monologue beyonce performed and then the presenter came out and was like best uh, daniel kaluuya came out and and was like best supporting actress and i'm like okay we're <laughs> <laughs> off to the races here I- I turned it when I turned it on. It was the last literally one second of her speech. Oh, really? And I said to you, 
wait a minute, what's happening? How yeah. much did I miss? You already missed a, a monologue, a performance, and <laughs> best supporting actress. It did really go in right away. <laughs> I was really happy that they returned to this structural format that the Oscars have had since the beginning of freaking time that they decided to mess with last year, that they put best picture back to last. That really did bother you last year. It really bothered me. But again, but I don't know if anybody else felt this way, but did you still feel like Best Picture was rushed? I feel like they announced it and then it was over. I don't I don't know. I'll be honest, I had a little trouble paying attention toward the end mm. because of all the events. Yeah. I I was a little it was a little lackluster for me, probably because of all the excitement that had just happened. We were all like on, um, what's it called? After you have adrenaline that you crash. We were, that's where we were. Yeah. <laughs> like I said on our Instagram today, we all have an emotional hangover. <laughs> we do. Seriously. <laughs> Not only everything that went, went on, but then the weird in memoriam they had. I know you weren't paying too much attention during that because I texted you. I don't you, like but, watching those. But you, this one was truly bizarre. They had a, a full blown dancing number going on in front yes no this is no joke they had like performances during the in memoriam it was the wildest thing that is very very weird jaunty there was like a lot of excitement and a lot of it was weird and then they had actors and actresses come out to talk about some of the like i guess more notable people that passed away but those were really weird too. Like Bill Murray came and did one about a director he's worked with a bunch of times. And Jamie Lee Curtis came out and did one about Betty White. I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> they, I, I feel like some things they can revamp. I don't know that the, the in memoriam montage needed a revamping. They could have probably <laughs> left that one how it always is. <laughs> I was really happy to see Jessica Chastain win. I, I, I kind of figured she was going to, but it was still really nice to see her win. And it was nice to see her because she had spoken so much about it in press when Tammy Faye's team for makeup and hair won that she was sitting there because that stuff was all a bunch of the eight awards or 10 awards that they said they were going to do in the first hour of the red carpet. They did do, and they aired in weird tape. You kind of asked me a couple of times, like, did I just miss a category? What just happened? Because they happened so fast. Those were like the pre-taped ones. They did production design like that. Sounds very confusing. It was so confusing and so weird. I, I really hope they they fix that next year. What is the point? Are they doing that because they want the they celebrities to sit there for less time? No, I think it's that the, they feel the broadcast is too long. Because every but if they're year, showing the tapes, then what's the difference? It's quicker. They because they didn't they don't show the walk up. Like people are not oh, getting. So up what did out they of shave seat. off? Five minutes. That's what I'm saying. I and and like let's be real. It's still how many hours? I mean, it ended at what was it? Eleven. I mean, it was an hour earlier for you, but it was like eleven thirty, eleven forty that it ended. So it's still three and a half hours. We're all there. We're all on board. Just do it. I can't understand it. I was glad that Dune won literally every single technical and sound award there was including best score and sound, visual effects, production design, editing. I think they won too. Cinematography. I also like that they brought the the best song performances back. Because they didn't do that last year either. Or the year prior. What was the one that I said I enjoyed so oh, much? It was, um, I think it was uh, Dos Orguitos from Encanto. You liked a lot. It was Loved so it. good. I, I was saying to Alexa, well, she already knows this. 
podcasts that I hate watching live music on TV. I think it's the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> I was, I wasn't watching that because I knew they were starting a, a song. So I was yeah. like, Look, I don't, you know, I was like looking at my phone or something and found myself like jazzing out. I was really, really enjoying it. I thought it was so good. Best director. I was happy that it went to, to Jane Campion. I know she had a lot of controversy with her last speech. I'm glad she brought up a speech that she had pre-planned and read it. (laughs) I was happy that Power of the Dog got that kind of recognition. And it's nice that she was the she was the first female director to be nominated twice. Right. Yeah. And it and now we have back to back female directors winning. So it's very cool. My only I didn't listen to her speech, but Mm -hmm. I can pretty much know that this didn't happen. What I wish would have happened was a single sentence in her speech that said something about what she previously said. Yeah, no, there was not. It was a very unremarkable speech, the most unremarkable of the night. Mm. But, you know, do we want to talk about who won Best Picture? When when did I, at one point I texted you, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I texted you and I said, for some reason, it just now hit me that Coda could actually win Best Picture. Yeah. And it, I don't remember what set that off, but it was a realization that we're all in desperate need of a story like that. Yeah. And you, I think, kind of way before me, you sort of knew it was going to happen. Yeah. For a I while, said it in we our really produ- thought it was going to be Power of the Dog. For a long while, long, I think I would 95% of the Oscar ramp up since the nominations were announced. It's been Power of the Dog has been way out front. They were the odds were really in their favor. Power of the Dog has been the front runner. And it was you really, said it in our predictions in our predictions episode. episode. I, it was because the tide had kind of started to turn it. And it does happen like that sometimes before Oscars night that there is a weird just vibe that happens in social media and culture that people are like, wait, what about this one? And then something comes just creeps up and then that's what wins. And I could kind of feel it through the week and it just ramped up. And that day I took, I texted you back that I had, I woke up thinking, I think Coda is going to win. <laughs> and I had a fear that it was going to be Belfast for the last week or so. <laughs> and I'm so thankful it wasn't. Although I will say, I noticed a few of the movie review podcasts and stuff that we follow on Instagram mm-hmm. re- also really, really loved Belfast. And I, and I can't, I'm like racking my brain. I, I don't understand what I'm missing, what we're missing. I don't know either. But anyway. Yeah. It was a thrill to see Coda win a yeah. total, total thrill. I am. So I'm still torn, even though it's over about it, because I really did want to see power of the dog win. I can't, there's a large part of me that feels like it was maybe more deserving of the win than Coda, but a large part of me is happy that Coda won for many reasons, but also because it's a nice reminder that we don't need the best picture win to be this like saga of pain and suffering and, and so highbrow in a way where a person couldn't just put on the movie and really just enjoy it. It's nice to have like, a Forrest Gump type movie win that used to happen all the time. And it doesn't really anymore. Something that you'd want to own and rewatch for comfort. So many best picture nominees are movies that you watch once and never again. 
So it's nice to have a winner that isn't something that we're never going to see again. I would watch Coda again. I thought yeah, it was. Me too. A, I will it watch was, it again. Yeah, it's it's not bad because it's not examining pain and struggle and five hours long. And and in its own way, it actually did do that anyway. Of course, just, yeah. Just not to where it felt like it was a chore to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it can be light and fun and have a happy ending and be wrapped up and not be lesser. I feel like the people who really attacked it in its last week in the race was, I, I don't know. I feel like people need to step back and, and just ca- calm down is really what, like, relax. It doesn't need to be, that, that doesn't need to, people were viciously attacking it online. That's coming ridiculous. Up to the- there, there's also something to be said for the celebration of diversity. Yes. And we don't see representation for the deaf community mm-hmm. almost ever. Yeah. That's a big freaking deal. It really is. And if them winning makes another however many couple of million people watch it, yeah. I'm thrilled about that. Exactly. And I read or I saw a video someone talking about how it's such a really great coming of age story for a woman because we see so many about men. And just to see an, a really great coming of age and like examine the pressures that, I mean, not only a teenage girl in an, in a unique family situation, but just any teenage girl, what it's like to grow up and have that like really formative years. What really I think is like one of the most moving parts is the discovery of her own needs and the inner fight between where and when and how you're going to put your needs against those of the ones you love. And as girls and as women, that's something that all of us struggle with to a pretty large extent. I'm thrilled that I won. Me too. So everybody else can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please share about it on stories. And follow us on Instagram or tickets, please pod. Till next time. Bye.